Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. You do? Yes, I do. Oh, that's made me feel weird. Freaky, so I tried to fuck a ghost. So he didn't have any context of what she looked like. Oh. But his, his imaginary friend was a little old lady with red hair. But the hospital thought it was 11.42pm when she died. My mother's phone will go off at 11.42pm every night. One of the things that happened is my nan stayed, like my great nan, she stayed there once. And she woke up, boom, there was a face like that. <sighs> so creepy. Oh, oh my that. legs have gone. This is the story of the Lady of Lake Ronconcoma. Oh, oh, it makes me skin crawl. He goes, oh, I was talking to Uncle Terry. And points at the end of the bed. Oh, he's sitting up in his bed talking to this blank space. Oh no. And they're like, yeah, he's dead. Hello and welcome to the men's room. This week, a very special episode. It is spooky season, so of course we have some ghost stories to tell. Yeah, it's all going to get very spooky in the men's room. It is, yeah. It is dark out. It is half four in the afternoon, half five in the afternoon, but it looks like it could be one in the morning. Mm. It is that time of year where things get. Yeah, the, the clocks just I don't went back. Sound, yes, yes. They so do. I don't um, want to sound like that guy who goes, "Oh, I can't believe that half gets gone." But no, everyone has said it to me. No, yeah, I get, I completely but, get what you mean. Truth be told, I yeah. can't believe how dark it's got. Have you? Has the time difference affected you at all? Um, a little bit. There's been a little bit of jet lag because it's changed my work schedule. Right. A little bit because um, <clears throat> I work in a scare maze that's out in the open. It's not in a building. Right. Which means that people would sometimes come in during the day and go. Oh, bro, it's not very scary. I can see the actors, which is on them for coming to a maze that's open in the day. Yeah, no. So we'd have an hour where we'd be open during daytime and people would just see us and it wouldn't be scary. But now, thankfully, it's dark when we go into the maze, Uh, which means that straight away we're on like peak scary and we're freaking people out, which is so much better. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, so it's, it's had like a bit of an impact and I was up late the night I was like the clocks changed. So I lost an hour and I was like, the fuck? Yeah, we it really tripped me out. Same, yeah, we did that, and um, even like the next day, because I feel like I've, I don't know, because well, it went back, so we gained an hour, but I've been getting up earlier, but I've also been like tired earlier, yeah. and yeah, I think I'm it's exactly because it's darker. So now it should be half six, mm. and that sort of time to be like getting a little bit like okay, nice, yeah. but it's half. I'm but just it's, like knackered. It's, totally it's crazy. Off, I've never really realised it until now. I don't know why, but um, yeah, of course, this week um, you may notice uh, just. Myself and Adam in the studio. Yeah. The greatest ghost story is where is Where's Zach? Zach? Yeah. Um, he has disappeared from the land of the <laughs> living, unfortunately. He is, um, he's not actually dead, but he, he's well, he might method be. acting as a ghost yeah, for this he's, episode. He's, um, he's here. <laughs> I'm just looking at the chair and it's just not. Okay, don't worry, Zach. It's all right. We love you. We will make fun of you this episode with you not being here. Mince you for this. Exactly. Absolutely tear you to shreds, but. But that's all Not fun yet. and games. That's all part of the men's room. Uh, so, Adam, your week's been well? Been good? Been good. Been very, very good. Had Excellent. A wonderful week, my man. It's been a spooky one. I'm in the mood for spookiness. I think when you work around in an environment where there is constantly this like Halloween vibe, yeah. you get quite into it. That's you know, good. There's always people walking around as zombies or creepy monsters, and I spend my time making people jump. So That's fun. It's all good fun. Me and Lex have been watching American Horror Story oh, in the lead nice. up because I've never watched it before oh, and we started really watching the newest one Apocalypse 
but um i don't want to spoil anything for anyone but something happens and your lex was just like oh my god we need to like watch all of them and i was just oh, like oh yeah i've never of, like character crossover well not even because well, obviously american horror story is anthology before. isn't it yeah mm. and um something happened and lex was like oh yeah i get that and i was like what's going on and i hate not knowing what's going on yeah, i love no, knowing I little I secrets about things and i was like can we just watch from the beginning so we're a few into those and uh, i'm really enjoying it we're up to coven you know the witches oh nice that, that one shit. initially i was really put off by it i yeah. just couldn't get into it and then suddenly i was like this might be my favorite one yeah just really suddenly oh, wow. clicked and i really enjoyed it wow um, okay i've not seen all of them but like the first first couples four, there's yeah five, there's six, murder house six. asylum coven i think i got out freak to, show yeah i think i got out to hotel I I, our hotel, hotel yeah Okay, but, cool. Um, yeah, that's really it's a good series. Have you seen um, the haunting in the haunting of Hill House? Yes, yeah, that we saw that great. last year. Really oh, good. That was so good. Incredible. Yeah, I loved that. That was an amazing series. That um episode where it's all just one shot, one yeah. consider the, the, the wake, like yeah, the wake. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, incredible. I was saying to my mates, they should do a scare maze of the haunting of Hill House. Yeah, you know, have a guy with a cane and a hat, and then you go into the room where the wake is, and you can have a scare. Episode, or jump the, out the um, like, bent lady, bent yeah, neck lady, so many, and all of like, that. Yeah. Quality do you think it's you do you think it's popular enough in the UK though? I don't know, but then again, it's Blair Witch. True. Blair yeah, Witch is true. an obscure film that like people who are going in are like 12, 13. They've not seen the film. And it also mo- still going in. Doesn't really matter as well. It's a scare maze. Mm. You're going to want to go in anyway. Keep it roughly with that theme. And just call yeah. It the haunting and people will go. And yeah, true. Check it out. But so um, before we get into any spooky stories, <clears> what's your experience with Halloween being like in the past, you you into the Halloween season, the spirit, not Halloween season, is it? It's really, it's a bit very commercialized thing now. Halloween yeah. is that one it day. It has become very commercialized. What part of that? Have so you? Yeah, people, exactly. Yeah, do you, did you job. go trick or treating as a child? Did you do any I scare mazes really. yourself? No, not really. Um, I I liked Halloween. Now. I liked the the atmosphere. I like. It's one of the things that I actually quite enjoy. Is that this country quite it embraces the macabre a little bit yeah definitely we relish a bit of gore and nastiness we like a bit of horror and i always loved it when it would be because you know people get out the christmas decorations in the shops it's like already i've seen those yeah Yeah. i started seeing them (laughs) um you see that it's like fucking hell yeah so annoying but when i see like halloween decoration there's a skeleton in the in the window i'm like great that's brilliant it's fun yeah it always sort of perks me up a little bit in a weird nice. sort of way it actually cheers me up but no I didn't really do a lot of trick-or-treating I no? just always enjoyed a lot of like Halloween media I okay. remember like the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror they're always the best ones yeah yeah and a lot of like there's some really quality little horror films that I've seen like like, like this year but I'll try and watch mm. in like the next week or so whilst it's still spooky so that's cool yeah like I, yeah, I like Halloween it's good yeah it's, it's a fun good time little, of year little time of year I quite enjoy it Nice. Okay, cool. So uh, we've got a few spooky stories to tell. Hmm. Uh, I'd like to start us off. I've, I've put them in order of sort of shortest and then we'll go on to longer ones. Okay, that's cool. And I thought that, first of all, before we start, do you believe in ghosts? Yes. You do? Yes, I do. Due to a story that you're going to tell? Because I know you've got personal yeah, stories yeah, yeah. in this. Due to some personal stories. All the stories I'm going to be telling are personal, personal and okay. true. So, right. Yeah. True to... True to what we experience. Okay, Whether or yeah. not it can be like some yeah. scientist was like, yep, that is 100% correct. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. There may be some explanation to what I've seen and what people in my family have seen, but they will be fed back as they were fed back to me. Cool. Okay. Essentially. I'm I'm a bit more skeptical hippo 
on these kind of things. Yeah. I, I'd like to believe it, but then I do sort of be mm. able to take a minute and go like, oh, hang on, okay, there might be an explanation there. It's but not like I do have a rational mindset. Right, yeah. Um, and then, so with these stories, mm. I think we should rate them out of 10 on likelihood of being real. Yeah. You reckon? Okay. Is that then. fair? Okay. I and um, Yeah, and you rate them at home as we go as well. So this first one is called Haunted Apartment. Haunted Apartment, brilliant. Haunted Apartment. This comes from the Reddit uh, ghost stories, r slash ghost stories. Um, should be sponsored, really, this episode. Yeah. The amount that, of content We're that comes through. We're going to be through. promoting a lot of their stuff today, I imagine. Okay, so um, edit room Greg, put on some scary music, please. Thank you. Ooh, that's atmospheric. <laughs> Where's that from? What? That's from something, isn't it? Um, Oh, I'm, that's ruddy mysterious. Yeah, oh, that's IT crowd. Is this mysterious or ruddy mysterious? <laughs> that's ruddy mysterious. Oh, brilliant. Okay, haunted apartment. I used to live in an apartment in Springfield, Ohio. The build was constructed in the 40s, so my experience was not surprising. There were quite a few older retirees in the building. Every time I came home, it felt like someone had been in my apartment. Stuff had been moved. I lived alone and I frequently felt a presence. One evening, as I walked from my closet to the bed, I hit a cold spot, ice cold. I took a step forward and the temperature was normal, stepped back into the same position and it was cold. Stepped forward again, it's like a fucking dance move this. Yeah. Step forward again, did the hokey cokey. Yeah, so I say do the hokey cokey. <laughs> and all was normal. The cold spot never moved. I even had a friend walk through it without mentioning the spot and she felt the same thing. A week later, I found out one of my neighbors had died. He was a really nice guy. I felt close to him and his wife. Was this neighbor bidding me farewell? Or maybe it's a draft. <laughs> maybe that's where they've got the AC unit just going yeah. down. Maybe it's just like an AC in someone else's apartment. It's just it, that one's a weird one because it's not really paranormal it's, it's just, just a cold spot in yeah, a room like Do, have you ever felt a cold, I've felt like I've been in rooms and just been like oh yeah felt I a cold know. spot but just for it is a bit of a draft and not, sometimes um, you get that like that weird feeling like someone's there yeah watching like, you kind of thing I think it's weird if you get that in like somewhere that there's been like a bereavement yes have you ever had that yeah it's really quite a weird sensation where you're like feels like someone's in the room but they can't be because they're they're dead but yeah it feels like i'm intruding on something it's yeah. weird but no of that one i i think it's terribly scary it's just a bit of the room was cold i don't give cold spots a lot of credence as a bit of paranormal evidence okay yeah that is something that could have so many different explanations like i believe in ghosts but i'm not going to take like the noise of like a grain of sand falling and go yeah <gasps> it's Winston Churchill is back from the dead. Like yeah. I would need some, I would need to see the the dude with the cigar walk past me. You know, exactly, I would need yeah. to see the whole thing. Well, the thing is, someone someone asked on this thread, uh, how long was the cold spot there? And the woman, uh, well, I don't know why I'm assuming it's a woman. <laughs> That's really bad of me. Uh, about um, it was about there about a month after I noticed this, I moved to a different town because of my job change. So, I, I don't. It's only there for about a month, so it could have been the neighbour saying farewell in that respect, but I don't know. I feel like cold spots happen. No, Adam, exactly. out of ten, let's, let's slam dunk. I'm going to give that a four. 
gonna give that a four. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming we're doing ten as like ten like, is it's the so scary. I've ten is like unquestionable. Yeah. It's totally real. Ten I'm is convinced. like the ghost is here telling me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly that. Pure horror. Yeah. And okay. One's like nothing. So you're giving that a four. I would give that a two. If I'm honest, I'm being generous. By You'd be generous. I'll be a bit harsher. The fact harsher. that someone actually died at the time is kind of interesting. That but, is, yeah. But it's not enough for me. Like that's just a coincidence. That's what I would call that. Yeah. It's a creepy coincidence. It's not. Well, the thing is, like she said, that a week after she found the cold spot, she found out that one of her neighbors had died. So she didn't give a time yeah. on that. It's just a, it's a link. Quite broad. It's quite a broad link. And then they said, "Oh, I felt quite close to them," mm. but I don't know. But yeah. um, okay, so okay, so that one we're not convinced on that one. This next one perhaps will get us. This one is called "Loud Breathing Behind Me?" Question mark. I was in my dad's car with him driving and my sister in the front next to him, with me in the back by myself. I suddenly heard some very loud breathing behind me, and I told my sister and dad what I heard. They laughed it off and made some jokes about it, then claiming that they didn't hear anything. A few minutes later, I heard the same breathing right behind me. I frantically told them I heard it again, and they must have heard the panic in my voice as they seemed concerned. They put the radio on so I couldn't hear it again, and then I didn't hear anything else. This happened quite recently. Thoughts? <laughs> I've got nothing. I've got I've got less than nothing, which is also what that story has. Um, so this is the, they aren't all like this. I've just thought yeah. it starts off short, starts off easy, get us into ones. the. That's fine. My yeah. Creepy breathing is fun, um, but in a vehicle with a motor, just any sort of vehicle. Yeah. That could be anything. Well, and the thing that is, could easily be a misidentification, and I think also with ghost stories, I like. If it's like a repeat occurrence, I think that adds believability to it. It's like, oh, on day one, this thing. Right. And that yes. And then like yeah. a week later, this happened. And then it stopped. And then it came back. Right. Exactly not, that. Not just, I sat in a car, heard a weird noise. I got laughed at. I heard it again. Didn't get laughed at. Nothing else happened, really. Well, they put the radio up and then they didn't hear it. Yeah. So uh, I, my theory is when whenever you see these videos and it's like oh did you hear that noise or something if any room is quiet enough you're going to hear noises from yeah. anything so and a lot of them and this is like a proven thing if, if you write down what you think the noise is and shove it in a video and you hear like a but you write down i'm here to see you right your brain's gonna go oh yeah i hear it yeah yeah even though it might it's an audio like, illusion yeah of course fuck all it might be nothing but it's yeah a, it's like a mental trick okay so out of 10 I'm going to give it a two. Likelihood, two. Two. Okay, so you reckon I've it was just the exhaust never or... Never haunted car. Yeah, true. I do admire one of the comments. They take it quite seriously. <laughs> so the first comment is, Poltergeist is the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> and then the second one is, was the road that you were on haunted? And if you know the road, you should probably search it up. There's a website where you can search up your location and it'll bring up haunted locations in and around the area. I can look it up and give you a link if you'd like. Never replied to that. So that's quite interesting. That's Stuff quite like that. sweet. That's quite cool. Yeah, that's quite cool. Okay, so you're giving it a two. I'd say about two. I'd match yeah. you on that. This next one. My little sister. It's always a bit it's creepy. A strong start. It's a strong start. It's, it's a creepy. Strong start. I can already see the little girl from The Shining. Yeah, yeah. Great. When they invoke small children, yeah, that's when it gets... Anything with creepy kids. This is a strong start. Okay. I hope it, it cool. maintains it. It's okay. like, oh, my sister fell over. 
and said, I heard a noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be pretty disappointed. My sister was sat in the back seat. And she My sister noise, was but... in the back seat of a car. So yeah. She could hear breathing. <laughs> she felt cold for a second, but then she warmed back up. Uh, okay. My little sister passed away a while back. Ever since then, it's been different. Lights will blink on and off, and we will yell, Shelby, knock it off. I think that's her name, Shelby. And it will stop. She died at night, but the hospital thought it was 11.42pm when she died. Now, my mother's phone will go off at 11.42pm every night. She'll answer the phone, but no one is ever on the other end. She even got a new phone and new number. Eventually, my mum had had enough and said, Shelby, we love you, but please stop. Send ladybugs or something, but please stop. That very same summer, our yard was filled to the brim with ladybugs. We lived in a neighbourhood, and it was only in our yard. That's my ghost story of my little sister, Shelby. It's kind of creepy. Where do we start with that? Um, there's some stuff in there I quite like. Yeah. I sound like a teacher. It's poetic, isn't it? It's quite yeah, nice. There's some nice stuff in there. I like the fact that it's not like, and she was on the stairs and she tried to eat me. Right. And yeah. it was, it's not like it's going sweet. over the top. It's like a little bit creepy and heartwarming at the same time. And there's an element of closure to it, which I think does, from people's stories, does happen. Right. Um, it's always interesting when you get that thing of like, particularly when it's like technological stuff mm. things just start like things that wouldn't normally happen but sometimes yeah. with that it can be a shared trauma thing where you sort of attribute and go oh maybe it's maybe yeah. it's them and it might not be the phone going off at 11.42 That's which weird. was her pronounced time of death that is unusual does it mention how old Shelby was um no but it says little sister that's the only because I'm, I'm like, is was she like a little baby, or are we talking like? There's nothing. Twelve, like. No, there's nothing in there. But um, she would turn the lights on and off, and then you would yell, "Shall we knock it off?" And they would stop. The, the little sister. Hmm. There's the phone thing, and then there's the ladybug thing, which is interesting. Yeah, a very specific request. It is, yeah. But I think maybe that's a good thing because if you're because if you just go like, oh. Make a sound. Yeah, and yeah. And you hear any sound, you go, oh, it was them. Like, it's that gust of wind. Yeah. It's that ghost. Yeah, you get yeah. that sort of silly shit. Exactly. But if it's like, you specifically say like, you know, turn the torch on, turn the light on, if it's this or whatever. Yeah. There's more specificity. And if that happens, it's like, oh, probably Is that might, there's less of a chance of that being a fluke. Playing devil's advocate here. Is there anything in the, uh, the same summer so obviously it wasn't the day after. It was the same mm. summer. There was ladybugs that in the yard. Could be. Could it be that they had a particular plant or something that? It could be something. Like um, there could be some particular thing that was going on. Like yeah, I know that. I think ladybirds eat a very specific kind of bug. Okay. I can't remember what it's called, but they're, they're really small and they're like green. Right. And they particularly eat them, if I recall. Okay, so it could so have been. So there was lots of them there for whatever reason. Yeah we're going to draw more of them in. So, but then why would you say, oh, send ladybugs or something? It's such and an odd, it's such odd, an odd thing. Specific request. Yeah, um, it is. Um, it's the phone thing that gets me. It's the, the phone, phone like, really pronounced, like, would f- phone would ring and no one would be on that the other end. That would creep me out. Yeah, that's quite um, creepy. 
So, okay, out of 10, what are you thinking for that one in likelihood of being true? Because the assumption on this Reddit thread is that they're all true. They're all true. Um, I'm going to hit that with like a six and a half. Okay. Like, it's there's some creepy details, but a lot of it could also be written off of coincidental stuff. Yeah. Like the ladybugs, that could be whatever. Yeah. Um, it's very... Um, it could be a, a prop of the phone. Yeah. It could just be something like that. It, you know, there's a lot of different things that that could be. Yeah. Um... But it is interesting. There's some interesting stuff there. I think it's a really nice little story. It's a nice story, sir. Oh, okay. So, context for the ladybug. Uh, the reason for ladybugs, uh, they're not common in the area, but the nickname for the little sister was ladybug. So, that's uh, interesting. Okay. That's an interesting that's, little detail. That gives that a bit more context. That's a bit... That's that. I like that. Do you want to keep with six, six and a half? Or... Let's keep it at six and a half. Keep it six and a half? Okay. I'm going to go with a... Six on that, I think. Yeah. I definitely agree with you. Uh, no, seven, seven. Do you it's know why? Because the phone thing freaks me out. Because yeah. that's quite mental. Because she said that the mum got a new phone as well. Mm. Okay, well, if it's like a shared thing over two phones, so yeah. I like the fact that there's some elements of that that are very like they've been logical and they've scrutinised it. Maybe yeah. our phone's not working. We'll get a new one. It's still doing. Still it. happening. I, I like the fact that there is an, an element of scepticism to it. Because like, when you get people who are like. I heard a noise. It must be a ghost. Like, it's yeah. really fucking tedious. And no, I find definitely. it annoying. It's like, give it a logical response first, and then I always think ghosts should be the last port of call. Yeah. In terms of an explanation for something. Yeah, definitely. It's just how it should be, you know. Okay, cool. So on to my th- next story. This is the story of the Lady of Lake Ronconcoma. Ronkonkoma, which is in New York, Long Island. Lake Ronkonkoma is Long Island's largest freshwater lake and was a popular summer destination. According to the legend, it is also cursed. Because of course. Strong start. This body of water is said to be home of a vengeful spirit that claims one male life per year. Supposedly, Ronkonkoma was the name of a Native American princess who fell in love with a white settler who lived near the lake. The princess was also known as Tuscawantana in some versions of the legend. So if that rings any bells to anyone, uh, it's the same story. Upon their meeting, the princess and the settler immediately fell in love, but their union was forbidden by her father. Every night, they would sneak out to send messages of love to one another. Ron Concoma would paddle her canoe out to the middle of the lake, where she would then float a message the rest of the way to her lover waiting on the opposite shore. This continued for years, until one day the princess was unable to deal with this arrangement. She sent a final farewell note to her lover. He received it on the shore, and minutes later, the canoe washed up in front of him as well. Inside was the princess's body. She had died by suicide in the middle of the lake. Since that day, Ronkonkoma has haunted the lake, becoming known to many as the Lady of the Lake. Angered because she wasn't allowed to love in life, she now drags one man into the lake each year. People say that at least one person has drowned each year in Lake Ronkonkoma for the last 200 years, the large majority of them male. Many others have reportedly been drawn by some unseen force out to the centre of the lake 
as if something was trying to drag them in. These souls have been able to resist the pull of the Lady of the Lake, and they have been lucky enough to report the existence of this strange phenomenon. Thoughts? Some interesting stuff there. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Lots to unpack. Um, so forbidden love, she kills herself. The story the lake. is a tale as old as time. Yes. Beauty and the Beast. No, um, but it's a tale <laughs> as old as time. Yeah. Um, Star-crossed lover kind yeah, of thing. It's kind of classic. You, you get stories like that Yeah. all over the world. Um, normally they're like sort of cautionary tales as well. That's the thing. You have to look at like why these... So, okay, they are folklore. You have to see why. Okay, so perhaps to ward children off of going into the lake. As, yeah, yeah, they can be know, something like that. It's like... Um, um, old wives tales that yeah, kind like, of thing isn't of, it specifically they made a film about one but uh, it's um la la lona yeah that thing yeah yeah, yeah. it's like mexican folklore thing of like this this mother who killed her kids goes and snatches children and it's like i think she's looking i think her kids were chi- her her, her kids were killed so she constantly there's different roams. versions of the story it's yeah been walked by different people over time. Yeah, I remember Lex so was telling some... me that it's a woman that lost her children and mm. she walks the night looking for them. Yeah. There's and, one iteration yeah. that's like that. There's yeah. one that I've heard which is killed their children and is right. now looking for some to mm. fill the void, that kind of thing. But ultimately at at that at the core of that story is don't talk to strangers. There's a cautionary right. element. Yeah, exactly. It. Like a fable. Yeah. yeah. And it's been warped and altered. Right. There's probably some true story that inspired it at some point, and then that just got attributed. Yeah. I think this is probably an example of that, where right. it's like, um, it was probably just a particular, like it might just be a, unfortunately, like a suicide attracted, like an attraction there, where, <coughs> where people will kill themselves there, and now it's just been like, oh, it's yeah, like the Japanese cursed. forest, yeah. Same sort of thing where it's just a particular hotspot for that kind of thing. Yeah. And people... Well, also, with the jumping ahead a little bit, the statistics um, of someone dying each year, she did say it's a popular summer destination. Mm. So if you look at, I don't know, if you compare it to any seaside There's town. Probably it's got the equivalent number of deaths as, as any. It's just the really. quadrant, isn't it? It's the um, sample that you take. Yeah, mm. exactly that. Precisely. So there's probably a bit more to it than that. Right. Um,. But people saying that they get like kind of weirdly drawn to it, I find that interesting because you you know you ever hear those stories of like dogs that will go on a bridge and then they'll throw themselves off it. Yeah, and then yeah. They'll go back up and they'll throw themselves off it again. Yeah, it's like that kind of stuff where it's like, why would they do that? Like um sirens, there's yeah. uh, sailors with sirens. Yeah, and it going might, into rocks, get drawn into into the sea, that kind of thing. Yeah, with stuff like that, I'm always intrigued. Um, that's probably the the detail that. I imagine most people when they read the story kind of regarded it as being fairly asinine and didn't regard it. But right. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. That was quite an interesting detail. But again, there's a lack of specificity in some cases. An interesting legend. Um, also, they're mostly male. Threw me off. Yeah. If they were all male, then yeah. I'd be like, okay, shit. And if it were like all male and it all looked a particular way. They all were, young men, yeah. yeah but they were all this age and they were bearded. Or whatever, if it's like, majority, if it like yeah, exactly. They're yeah. all wearing blue or whatever, something like or that. Or her type, be... yeah, kind of thing. But it, majority male, okay, so stronger swimmers, not. It could, I know most, it depends if the lake, you can have currents in lakes, I think. Mm. You can yeah, have yeah. a little bit of, um, it depends how it links up to anything or if it is 
closed in. I think that is sort of largely explainable mm. in a sense. I think a lot of these stories, there is an effort to attribute some amount of poetic yeah not, suspension not justice but like a suspension of the, yeah to something that is quite mundane but still yeah. sad you know? where is it there's a uh, suspension of disbelief that kind yeah. of thing you sort of leave that to one side to think okay nice yeah it's nicer to think it's that rather than yeah it's um it's an interesting story lady of the lake so out of 10 the likelihood of the i'm gonna hit it with a six again six again lake ronconcoma okay i'm it's gonna six, go six five i'm gonna meet in the middle because i do like it but i do think that the, the the fact that we both quite quickly said cautionary tale sort of passed down to be like kids don't go near the if it was a local water, village yeah. um don't go in the lake don't water the lake. Yeah. why oh because haunting and shit um okay yeah that was a good one this next one your grandpa is really chill this sounds familiar uh, this actually was one that we, I, I said on the Lost podcast. Mm. Uh, of course, for anyone that doesn't know, back in I think June time we yeah, did it was one uh, of our like latter part of series one. We yeah, exactly. This, like three hour. It was a four hour party time yeah. celebration podcast. I got an hour into editing it, and then my software just like crashed. It deleted all the audio, and we were really sad for a while. But this is one of those, I hope you don't remember it's, it too much. You might even say it's come back from the dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, resurrected. Yeah, exactly. So uh, without further ado, your grandpa's really chill. I was 17 and my parents had just left for vacation in Bermuda. Naturally, I decided to throw a party. But it turned out being only 15 to 20 friends who were all guys and we all just casually drank and smoked. Damn, I don't have 15 to 20 friends that would come to my party. No, I don't, can't even have a fucking co-host turn up to the podcast. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I know 15 to 20 people. Yeah, fuck I me. I actually know them. He's doing well. At 17 as well. Uh, at one point, my friend Richard nonchalantly mentioned that my grandpa is, quote, really chill. I immediately assumed he was just messing with me, so I played along and just responded with, yeah, sure he is. Richard happened to be the only sober one that night, as he rarely indulged. So you could say that he wasn't on the spirits. Oh. Oh. Oh, I hate Oh, song. dear God. <laughs> I, I couldn't not. Okay, a few hours passed and he mentions my grandpa again. So I started to ask a few questions. He said that he'd been sitting at my dad's home office desk down in the basement this whole time. He's wearing a brown vest and has combed back hair. While this is a general description, it actually fits what my grandpa looked like. He walked past him a few times, but he never said a word. Now I'm pretty freaked out, but I don't say a thing. Just as everyone's about to leave, I tell Richard that my grandpa isn't here. He doesn't live with us, and he died 10 years ago. He freaks out, he's hyperventilating, and he just wants to leave. This other guy, who had many far-fetched stories about the supernatural chimes in, <laughs> me, and says he saw him too, but I don't actually think he did. Either way, Richard is either very committed to this joke, or he legit saw something. After everyone left, I got in my car and drove around until morning. I was terrified. 
Flash forward to when I'm in college and I saw Richard again for the first time in years. I mentioned what he saw and he just responded with, dude, stop talking, I don't want to talk about that. I never saw anything, nor have witnessed anything paranormal in my life. I suppose there's a few explanations to this. The most probable being that he was just fucking with me and to this day is very committed, but it still gives me goosebumps whenever I think about it. What do you reckon? It's fun. I like stuff like that. Um, especially if his friend didn't have a clue what he looked like. I think that adds to it. Yeah, it was a general description, but he acknowledges it. Yeah. And he says like, yeah, I know, but it looks, it, it's, it's fairly, enough to it's throw it. Close. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's incredible. That's always fun. Um, we had something like that in my family. Right. Um, I'll set it up now, but yeah, a lot yeah. of these stories are going to be about my uh, my uncle and a lot of the spooky things that happened to him when he was little. Right. He seemed to have a bit of an eye for the, the supernatural, but one of the things that happened with him is he had an imaginary friend who was a little old ginger lady. Right. And the description that he gave perfectly matches his nan who died years before he was born. Whoa. Yeah, and there was no photos. No. And there were no photos of her. So he didn't have any context of what she looked like. Oh. But his, his imaginary friend was a little old lady with red hair, which was the perfect description of his nan. Oh, that's made me feel weird. Freaky in it, but he used to talk about it when he was young. Okay. Wow. Okay, so you have a That's bit more... one of the low-level stories. Yeah. They get worse. You're in for a treat. So um, that's... So in your head, that's... a similar thing. Yeah. You know, like, he didn't have any idea of who that would have been. Or did he? He wouldn't have. There wouldn't have been any photos. But no, 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 not your uncle. Sorry, oh, this one. This, so if he's yes. so he said that it was in his dad's home office. His dad, if it's on his dad's side, his dad's dad, you could expect a picture of him. Yeah, there might have been a photo. I was could easily. That. I was like, there could have been just a photo of him somewhere in the house. But then why would you maintain it and be so weird? Years later, saying you don't want to talk about it. Why would you act so weird years later and say you don't want to talk about it? It's odd. It, it is. is odd. Um, stuff like that can be quite creepy but it's interesting it is I um, like that one that one's got a bit more believability to it yeah I think okay um, more than anything we've already heard more so than the other stories definitely. okay yeah I think so and the fact that another guy said that he saw him as well yeah but, is interesting but even and I think the fact that again he scrutinises it himself he says right like oh you're good at bullshitting I think that adds to it yeah. Because he might have been bullshitting. Yeah, yeah. He's not just gone. He definitely saw him. So that means two people saw him. Like, True. And the fact he himself didn't see him, I think. It's interesting when you read these, the ones that are sceptical about themselves seem... Gives them more. Gives them more weight. weight. More weight, more believability. Yeah. Definitely. True. Okay, so I would give this one a seven. Yeah. I, I'd yeah. hit it with a seven. It's a higher believable. And because it's, it's very... Uh, harmless you could picture mm. just a granddad sat it's not terribly far-fetched yeah exactly um, it's not like he's banging light switches and running at people and running yeah yeah dangling a candle down a long dark hallway or exactly something. you know like it's fairly grounded yeah uh what's your rating i'd agree with, i would say seven go seven okay cool uh so this next one this next one uh so I tried to fuck a ghost. I'm already intrigued. Go on. <laughs> okay. I like this one. This is interesting. First, a little backstory. 
My girlfriend had just dumped me, and naturally I was feeling rather upset. I re-watched both Legally Blonde movies, and ate approximately two tubs of icing, but I was still feeling down. Probably feeling really fucking ill after watching Legally Blonde and yeah, icing. Yeah, the idea of stomaching that and ice cream yeah. makes me want to be dead. <laughs> One night at around 11, I heard my dog barking out the window. I came into the living room and looked out with him only to see nothing. There was nothing outside. No cars, no animals, no people. But he seemed more distressed than usual. His fur was standing up straight and his bark turned into more of a whine. Then, completely unprompted, he started jumping and turning his head to look out the window at a more extreme angle. He was clearly following something and after a few seconds of turning, he jumped up and sprinted towards the back door. Mind you, our back door is made entirely out of glass and he ran to it and started aggressively barking at it and jumping up on his hind legs. I've had this dog for three years and I knew that this is how he barks when he sees the mailman or any other person that he knows when they just walk by. So that's interesting. Dogs always sort of know. Yeah, I think when, that's my when first there's like thought. animal stuff, I'm yeah. always more intrigued. Exactly. Because there's no way they would rationalise it. But yeah, that's yeah. More interesting. I think I'm justified in saying <laughs> I was kind of unsettled by this, especially when he began running rapidly between the two windows. Dogs don't randomly start barking if there's nothing to be threatened by. By this point, my mum had come out of her room to see what was going on, and we looked out the front window. After a few minutes of looking, we see the motion-activated lights go on. Now my first response is, fuck, there's someone trying to get into the house. So I start locking all the doors and windows while my mum checks the security cameras. Nothing. There was nobody at our house. No animals, no people, no intruders, or none at least that the cameras picked up. My mum and I, being spiritual people, immediately assume it's a ghost. She's unsettled by this and starts to go grab the holy water, but I tell her not to worry and that it was probably a bat or something that flew above the cameras. I don't know much about ghosts, but at that point, my weird mix of sadness and sexual frustration had me wanting to let whatever was outside into our house. I've always wanted a haunted house story and had heard stories of people having sex with ghosts, so I figured I'd give it a try. This has taken a real turn. I was like, brilliant, gripped, great story. Hang on, what? Fifty Shades of Ghost. Interesting. Um, okay. I admit I probably looked batshit crazy yelling into the night, something along the lines of, come in guys, it's warm in here, we won't kick you out. But long story short, I now had a ghost in my house. I real really let down by this story already because that was going somewhere. Was strong, we we we'd never know. It might pull background. The first hint that whatever's outside had come inside was my dog. Immediately after that, he got fidgety and restless and began barking a lot more than usual. The second hint was my door. One night I was resting, and it was about two o'clock in the morning, and I had just finished work. I was in bed trying to sleep when my door violently flings open. Mind you, all the windows in my room were closed and a draft would not have gotten it to open with such intensity. The sound of the door hitting my wall was so loud that it woke me up and my dad up. 
and he promptly asked, what the fuck is going on here? I didn't know how to answer him. I wasn't the one who opened the door. The next morning he asked me about it and I just told him that I must have been sleepwalking or something. This continued every single day for about two weeks. I knew enough was enough when the hinges on my door began to come apart, causing it to tilt and drag on my floor, scratching it. This pissed my parents off even more and I too was getting annoyed by being woken up in the middle of the night every night. So I, like any sensible human being, decided to make the best out of a shitty situation. I was going to fuck the ghost. That's a sound bite, that is. That's a Greg out no context Greg. And that's the opening clip. <laughs> Firstly, I felt that it was rude to fuck somebody I did not know, so I gave the energy a name. Karen. I tried talking to Karen through my tarot cards. Just casually got tarot cards sitting about. They are spiritual people. This oh yeah, true. Yeah, good detail. And then through my pendulum. And then through mirror scrying. Do you know what that is? No idea? Okay. I mean, pendulum I just know is a Aussie band. <laughs> yeah. Ago, Got them to do a performance. Yeah. Started playing them. Playing rare records. Those conversations didn't really go anywhere, so I decided to do it the old-fashioned way. That night, like every night, I heard my door slam open. Immediately, I took off all my clothes and removed my covers. Did I look crazy? Yes. Did I care? No, not really. Did I have a hard-on? Yes. I don't know if this is a girl or a guy. I'm not sure. It comes across more like a girl, to be honest. It's interesting, isn't it? Um, no judgement here. Doesn't matter. For a little bit of context, I take sleeping pills regularly to help me fall asleep, and at this point they had just started kicking in. My words were slightly slurred, but I turned to the doorway, running my hand along my torso. I told whatever was standing there, Hey Karen, wanna like, fuck? Cause I'm down if you're down. The door just stayed open, so I continued. Oh, come on Karen, it must be lonely out there, being a spirit and all. Don't be scared, I won't hurt you. I watched the door intently, and for the first time ever, it began to creep closed. It continued and eventually shut. I was terrified, but also let down. If you think it's bad being rejected by a human, imagine how it's like to be rejected by a ghost. <laughs> The final sentence is, Karen never opened my door again. That's a fun story. <laughs> oh. The idea of the ghost being like, hmm, I came here to scare you, but you know what? You're a fucking creep. I might not. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, it got ghosted in more than one way. That's a brilliant <laughs> comment. Um, so, the beginning of that, before she just went, I just decided to fuck it. it. Was quite interesting. Excellent start. Excellent start. The dog, dogs going, animals going yeah. mental is incredible. Animals That's get, always animals getting creeped out by spooky shit is always like a big telltale ticking sign. of the box for me. I'm yeah. like, That's that's a creepy element. Yeah. I mean, li very little kids and animals getting freaked out by something spooky. Definitely. I'm like, yep, yeah, okay then. Yeah. Treat it with a bit more attention. Yeah. Um. The, I like I could picture it so vividly, like the dog sort of going up and down, seeing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I imagine like a little yappy little dog, like going, looking yeah, around, tracking it. Yeah. And then like the lights 
they come on at the other side of the garden. It's yeah, creepy. The it's motion really... picture thing is weird. That could be a little bird. It could be a bird that the dog has mm. seen and is barking at. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, dogs and animals sense things. And oh, children, mm-hmm. like you said, children are a little bit more innocent and mm. open to things, I suppose. Yeah. The one thing that I would uh, question is the sleeping pill thing. Could you link in like a sleep paralysis type? Yeah, you, that thing could be maybe. Some sort of imagined things. Yeah. Sort of element of whatever confusion, misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah, that could. You know, medication can cause you to, to see and do weird things. Um, the elephant in the room trying to fuck the ghost. Do you think so? So this, I, I think this feels to me like a pastiche of typical ghost stories. Yeah. Because like, like a spoof. The type start thing. of it is pretty much by the numbers. Yeah ghost story stuff exactly creeped out animal the motion lights go on the door starts opening and closing by itself yeah there's got all the creepy elements of like ghosts doing stuff it works really well um but the idea of someone going you know i'm gonna do i'm gonna fuck a ghost it's fun to think of but i i think it's a joke i wouldn't take it too seriously would you fuck a ghost no. No. I don't get covered in ectoplasm. Being, <laughs> being alive or dead. Um, Brilliant. So what? So the legitimacy of this story, you think it's just on there to be a bit of fun? Yeah, I think that's a bit of fun. You know what? I like this story. I saw the um, tagline and I was like, I have to <coughs> read this. It's, I was more surprised than uh, than I thought by it. Yeah, a uh, really strong yeah. opener. It was good. I like that. So, story, l- likelihood but... of being true, likelihood of being a real encounter. I think that she's, he, she has, I don't think they, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know either. I think I'm going to say that it's probably a bit of a laugh. Bit of a laugh. But I think it did happen. I think that they... I think it's happened they've taken creative liberties and kind of told the story. Yes, exactly that. It's written in a very... um storytelling kind of way i think that definitely um dog went mental at something motion sensors they're that spiritual it's quite believable and then they just they were just like you know what if you are a ghost let's fuck and just thought of a laugh and then it's funny to put on reddit yeah. so i think that it's true i don't think an actual ghost was there no yeah i think i'd agree with that in likelihood of it being true in terms of ghost story i'm gonna give it a four yeah i'd agree with you I'm, yeah i'm in agreement cool Okay, that was a fun one to read. A bit of levity. This next one is called Strange Happenings on Our Property and in Our Home. And this is a longer read. Spooky music. Spooky music. God, that's good. Where did you find that? Was it free? I don't know. I bloody hope so. Um, Okay. Let me start by explaining before getting into my experience. There was a fatal accident at the end of our driveway in the yard a few months ago. This guy somehow got ejected from the vehicle and was dead when the paramedics showed up. I'm not sure if this is related to what I'm about to say. We'll find out. Fast forward to last night. It was around 11.30pm. I had the windows open a little and I kept hearing a man outside, but it sounded like it was near the end of our driveway. Our driveway is a little ways away because it winds around back to our house. I kept hearing it every few minutes, and it sounded like a man crying out in pain, as if he couldn't quite say help, but was vocalising, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I get that. (laughs) Then, 
my two cats run to the window and look outside and they are freaking out a little. My dog also starts growling and quietly going woof in between. I got scared and turned all the lights off in case someone was outside and I didn't want them to see me looking out the window. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I was gonna say, get scared, turn all the lights off. Excellent idea. No, turn all the lights off. See what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, but okay, she thought it was an intruder. So I sat on my couch looking outside and I heard it again from the same place near the end of our driveway, but there was no one there. We have only two neighbors because we live on a few acres and off a state highway. Quick flex. So at this point, I woke my husband up and told him what was going on. He got up and checked our security cameras, but there was nothing. He called our neighbor and turns out he had been in his garage and heard the same thing. So they met up together to walk the perimeter of our homes, my neighbor carrying a large gun. They found nothing. While they were gone, I was waiting in the living room and heard a door open. My cats even looked in the direction of the sound, reacting to it. My eight-year-old daughter is a sleepwalker and usually comes out to the living room a few nights a week. She says some nonsense and then she plops herself down into my lap. Now, usually when she opens the door, I immediately hear her running down the hallway. Last night when the door opened, I heard nothing afterwards. So I thought maybe she was just standing in the hallway in a daze. I called her name several times and asked what she was doing. No answer. So I get up and get to the hallway, fully expecting to see her, but there was no one there. No doors were open either. I went to check on her in her room and she was sound asleep. At this point, I'm really scared and I turn on every light in the house. My husband gets back and I tell him what's happened. He kind of brushes it off. And now I'm feeling like maybe he thinks I'm being paranoid or that I'm nuts. So I ended up sleeping in our living room with all the lights on and the security cameras on the TV. I know it's silly, but I was legit scared. This morning, I put the kids on their bus for school, came back and put some clothes in the washer to dry. I went and sat down and not even five minutes later, I hear the dryer door pop open and the dryer stop. Again, I'm a little freaked out. I walk into the laundry room and yep, dryer door is wide open. I couldn't believe it. I even checked to make sure nothing was loose or broken. This has never happened before, so I don't know why it's happening now. My husband called seconds later and I told him what happened. So now he's a little freaked out too. It's been a very weird past 10 hours. I know I'm not crazy. We have had strange things happen in our home before. My mirror to my vanity has fallen off the wall in the middle of the night twice, loudly knocking all of my stuff over onto the floor. I have heard what can only be described as a quick breath exhale closely behind me. I saw someone walk across the kitchen from the corner of my eye, thought is my husband, but he was in the bathroom at the time. I really needed to tell someone about this and I don't want people to think I'm completely off my rocker. I'm not really sure what to think about this, especially with last night and this morning's incidents. I know nothing is gonna physically hurt us, but I can't help but feel a little terrified. Interesting. 
interesting. I think that one was a little bit more believable. Yeah. Okay. So <coughs> it's interesting that she invokes the person that died only a few months ago um, on their mm. uh, on their property, and that they're not in a big neighbourhood around people. No. And that she heard something trying to say help. Mm. There's some nice sort of links in there. Yeah. Um, with the child in the hallway, that is quite terrifying. That is creepy. But then. Uh, quite quickly afterwards, she says, I put the kids on the bus for school. So she sort of says about the eight-year-old daughter sleepwalking. Um, but I'm but by the plural of kids, I imagine there's another one. So there could have been something there. Could have been the could other child, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, it. Or it could have even been that kid has gone. Done, but instead of doing the typical routine. Just gone back to bed. Like, sort of went out, slammed the door, went back in. Yeah, could, could have done. Simple as that. Yeah could be um interesting nonetheless mm. i do like that one yeah i like that one too um some good stuff there um the dryer slamming open and closed that's is cool. that's creepy is interesting i don't know i think that that's um it seems to be ongoing as well yeah yeah this is all quite recent i think that fast, we use the ouija board and everything <laughs> yeah exactly like i do think that that's more believable because it's little subtleties uh that get that yeah. I'd rate that quite highly, personally. Mm. Um, I might hit yeah. it with an eight. An eight, yeah. I was thinking that as well. An eight. Because I, I don't. there's not enough to scrutinise with it. Yeah. Uh, and the, the person dying earlier on, a couple of months ago. Mm. Interesting. I liked that one. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, it's my granddad who's been dead for 10 years. Like, some obscure thing. It's yeah, like, yeah. There's a very hard and fast reason where there might be something. And yeah. the, the idea of hearing, like, someone it's got that thing but i think they call it residual haunting which is like it's not like necessarily a ghost but like a particular event repeats itself yeah which i think is arguably more plausible yeah than like someone uh, wandering around yeah, yeah like the idea of a particular event maybe generating a certain kind of energy, energy. That okay it is repeated without certain elements yeah. i think is quite interesting and quite creepy um, they say that it happens in like I think there's talk of it happening in the Tower of London like yeah. certain executions repeat themselves apparently yeah yeah things like, like Anne Boleyn's one or something like that like, like screams are heard and things like that, that by kind the of night stuff. guards I find that more believable and that's what that sounds like the idea of this particular event i.e. this guy last moments repeating themselves is quite a creepy idea yeah that idea of there being like a lack of closure with it maybe being why mm Quite creepy. I like that one. That's it was good, good, wasn't it? Yeah, that's that was a good story. One. That was a good one. Okay, so that's all of my stories. I know that you've, <coughs> I know that you've got a few personal ones that you wanted to share. Yeah, I've got some spooky stuff. Again, this is all stuff that we tried to talk about on the infamous missing episode. We did have, time. yeah, because we were, I think we were a good three hours into the podcast mm. and we I started think it talking. Started about as anything particularly? No, we just wanted to talk just... about, yeah shoot the ship kind of thing it just went down into that sort of direction that rabbit hole but now it's quite nicely landed around Halloween so yeah Indeed. Um, around your uncle yeah most of them have been around him There's why? Been, why why is that it's just a lot of creepy stuff happened when he like around him he seemed to be like this little conduit of creepy stuff when and he is was he a kid. religious is he connected to anything no not really not in particular not religious um not seen any death, not seen any... There was a certain amount it. of 
deaf when he was young, but it wasn't like he was directly exposed to it. No yeah. more so than anybody would be. Yeah. You know, the standard family yeah. morality, you know, people dying. He doesn't work in a mortuary no, or anything no, like that. Is, like that. Yeah, and no. he's not really had anything recently. Okay. Nothing that is as arguably quantifiable yeah. as this stuff happened when he was young. Okay. Um, I may tell these stories slightly wrong yeah. because it's been a long <clears> time since I've heard them, so there might be a few details where I get it a bit wrong. There might be names that I get wrong, that kind of thing. Um, a lot of them, I think the most prominent one, obviously there was his his imaginary friend who yeah. could potentially have been um, his nan. Yeah. Um, another one that there was is that he experienced something in my great nan's old house, which was in which is in Phil in Fulham, um, and a lot of people said they saw things in that house and i'll go into that a lot of people like is it known or just within the family within the family okay they would say and see weird things yeah my nan once it a lot of it was in the spare room there was like a spare bedroom at the back and everyone always said there was like a weird little creepy atmosphere in there okay i don't remember the house brilliantly because um they sold it in 2005 Mm. when i was very young i'd have only been about six but I remember that house and I remember feeling weird going up the stairs right. on my own. It had a very windy staircase. It was a very old house. It was like eighteen, like early 1800s. So okay. like it was yeah. quite old. But I remember going up the stairs and I always felt a bit like someone was watching me. There was mm. always this, this feeling of like you knew you were the only one up there, but you felt like you weren't. Yeah. Maybe it was the thing of it being this old house, very high ceilings and it, it was something quite creepy about it. Um, but a lot of it originated in that spare room. One of the things that happened is my nan stayed, like my great nan, she stayed in there once, and she woke up and boom, there was a face like that. I think it was her aunt. Like right up against her. Right, like as if it was laying over her. Oh, and okay. Um, but weirdly, my nan, she's quite religious. Oh, okay. I, I say quite rich. She she was she was brought up with it. Um, she was never terribly phased by it. But the one, the reason I give it a bit more weight is that my great granddad said he saw something, um, which is unusual because he was a very, um, again, he wasn't terribly religious. He was very um, incredibly grounded and very logical. He was always very logical as a, as a, as with everything, hmm. very systematic kind of man. Um, but he was sitting downstairs one time and he saw someone in like a hooded robe walk past Ooh, through okay. the hallway. Right. And initially he didn't think anything of it. But it was this brown robe walked past and he was like, well, just assumed it was my nan yeah. and didn't think anything of it. Then my nan comes down the stairs. This figure seemed to have came down from the stairway. She comes down the same way. He never saw the figure go back up. And he goes, hang on. And he was like, when did you go back upstairs? And she's like, I didn't. I've been upstairs. I've not come down. And oh. he was like, you were wearing like a brown robe a minute ago. And she's like, no, I wasn't. So he gets Whoa. up. He locks all the doors and seals everything off. And then she just goes, what are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? What am I doing? She goes, well, if, it wasn't, if there's something here, then you just locked it in. And <laughs> he was like, yeah, good point. <laughs> um, there was always a lot of talk of there being something like Right, but the fact that he saw something that yeah didn't make sense, I I hold that with particular scrutiny. But the really oh the creepy one though, the the one that 
makes my skin crawl because it's straight out of a horror film. It's really fucking weird. Um, my and as well with this, it happened to my uncle, but also my dad was there as well. Right. Um, they were staying at my nan's. They used to do that when they were little. They would stay up there occasionally. So as kids. Yeah, when they were when they were young. Um, so this would have been like I don't know the early eighties mm. sort of time, like maybe like eighty three, eighty four, something like that. Right. Um. Yeah, maybe about 83, something like that. My dad would have been like 10, something like that. Around, around 10. Yeah. Um, They had to stay in the spare room at the back. The right. creepy room. The room yeah. that everyone always felt a bit uncomfortable in and felt a bit weird around there. Um, and they were in there. Oh, it's, oh, it's so creepy. Um, And they could hear whistling. They could hear... um. Silent Night. Oh, oh my that. legs have gone. My oh, legs have when gone. When I tell this story, it makes me cry because it makes me feel really weird because yeah. I can picture it. Um, so they heard that and they're like, "Where'd that come from?" And there was an old radio in there, so okay. they go, "Oh, it's probably just a radio." Yeah. It wasn't the radio. They opened it. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't plugged into anything. It didn't have any batteries. It wasn't wired up. There was no way anything could be going through that radio. Yeah. But they could hear this whistling and it's just like oh oh it makes my skin crawl it's so weird um well that was a really weird one um but i think because like if it had been my uncle i'd have been like of course it was right but because it happened to my dad as As well well. i was and he's not a big believer in it but he was like it was weird i couldn't explain it like it was it was really odd that one was really odd my great nan's house definitely had a lot of stuff but i asked her about it last summer I thought it was weird. I was just like, it's bizarre. Yeah. And she she said this thing to me that's always kind of stuck with me. She said, um, the dead won't hurt you. It's the living that are the problem. And that's always stuck with me. And I was yeah. like, that's a, that seems to be a really interesting way of looking at it. <coughs> <coughs> but with my uncle, it's not just the imaginary friend thing. Something happened. Um, there was a lot of stuff like my, my great nan, she was friends with the medium. Okay. And um, there was one time where I think my uncle was in around my great nan's house. I think it was my great nan's friend. It was either my my great nan or my nan's friend, one of the two. Okay. And um, a glass in their cabinet shattered. Right. Just completely smashed. No reason for it. Just completely like smashed. Right. Um. And the medium went, "Oh, that was that was your nan that did that." And they're like, why? And she goes, well, my granddad and all of his brothers were glazers. So they all worked with glass. Right. So they said, well, that's the medium that it can use to contact you is through glass. And my uncle even now gets it that sometimes his glasses will randomly break. When he's not anywhere near them, they'll just fall down. Again, it could be nothing. Right. But it's interesting. There's a link there. There's something there. But my uncle, when he was little... Um, this is the creepy one. This is like the straight out of sixth sense thing yeah. that happened. And it happened as well to my granddad. Because my granddad was the last of... I mean, he died in the summer, but he was the last of his brothers. Right. And they obviously they died preceding him. Um, one one of them, I don't think it was the same, the same one. It might have been. But he woke up and saw him there. And he went, I'm going now. I'll see you later essentially 
left the room. The same night, he gets a phone call. Your brother's dead. Ooh. So he had no context of it. It's not like he imagined it afterwards. Yeah. That he saw that before it happened. What? Seriously weird. But then there's a thing where Uncle. Oh. Um. I think this was when another one of my granddad's brothers had died. It might have been the same one. It might have even been the same night. I'm not 100% certain. It's creepier if it is the same night. Yeah. Because um, my granddad wouldn't have told anybody yet. Yeah. Um, but they were all of, it was like late night, early hours of the morning. And then they could just hear my uncle laughing in his room. Right. As if like talking to somebody. Okay. And so everyone sort of walks into the room like, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? And he goes, oh, I'm talking to, I think his name was Terry. He goes, oh, I'm talking to Uncle Terry. And points at the end of the bed. Oh. He's sitting up in his bed talking to this blank space. Oh, no. And they're like, yeah, he's dead. That's not. Oh, my God. Creepy. Really fucking creepy. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, her- oh, that's oh, horrendous. Fucked, isn't it? But um, so if that was the same night, he's saying goodbye to everyone. Yeah. If it was the same night, I'm not even sure if it if, was. It yeah. might not have even been the same brother. It but might have yeah. been one of the others. Oh, Jesus. But fuck, it's creepy, isn't it? Yeah. Just the idea of just... Imagine if that was your kid. Yeah. And you just heard them like laughing and talking to someone who you know is dead at the end of the bed. Oh, my God. Oh, creeps Jesus. me out. That one was really weird, but... I'm also a believer because I, I supposedly saw something when I was a kid. Right. I don't really remember it because I was very young. I was maybe three, okay. four. So I was like a, like a toddler. Yeah. You know, I was really small. Um, it was on a family break. It was me. I think my mum and dad, maybe one of my brothers was there. I know one of them wasn't. My brother, my eldest brother, Jamie, he was at home. Um, but I think Rob was was with me, my right. little brother. Yeah. Um, and we went down to Canterbury. Okay. Like, a, like a long weekend like four days yeah kind of thing. and we went to Canterbury Cathedral now Canterbury Cathedral is, is very famous because um, back in like the I think in the 1100s yeah a man called uh, Thomas Beckett famously got killed um, by a group of knights in there he was the Archbishop of Canterbury yeah and he had a rivalry with uh, uh, Henry Fitz Empress who was the Henry II King yeah Henry. yeah they had this big rivalry all fell through and Henry said something that when was misconstrued by a group of knights who then went to the cathedral and cut the top of Thomas Beckett's head off and killed him mm. this was such a thing that he became a saint he was named a saint a martyr um, and it's the thing that Henry is still most well known for as yeah. a king even though he did so much more it's still the thing <laughs> yeah. people talk about it's a real big deal <coughs> <coughs> but I'm going through the cathedral and I go through the bit where that happened and I'm fine. Okay. It's a bit afterwards that I start freaking out. Right. I start saying I'm pointing at something hooded. I'm saying there's something hooded over there in front of us. Something hooded. Mm. My mum and dad were the only people there. Mm. Just us three and nothing. Wow. I'm pointing at nothing saying there's something there and I'm freaking out and I'm saying there's something with a hood. It's going down this hallway. It's yeah. coming at us. Uh, freaky. Wow. But they're like there's nothing there. That's freaky. But then they go, maybe you saw a ghost. Yeah. And they text my, or call my brother, Jamie, who's at home, and they go, can you just Google, because this is before everyone had mobile phones and the internet. Yeah, yeah. So they went, oh, can you just Google if um, 
there's ghosts in this particular bit of Canterbury Cathedral. Right. And it turns out that people regularly see a ghostly monk. Oh, okay. But then the story gets weirder. Jump ahead to when I'm about 11 years old. I went on a holiday to Scotland with my mum. Right. Um, we were literally at Hadrian's Wall. And it was it was like one of those big group holidays and everyone was on a coach. Right, yeah, like yeah. Families. And there was this older couple who were there. Their kid must be about, must have been about, well, like my age now. I've been early 20s. So it's a good few years difference. Right. Um, they start talking about this thing that like my mum goes oh yeah and my son saw something at Canterbury and they're like what what did you say because she, she was only talking to one of them and mm. he goes let me get he goes like let me get my wife I'm gonna bring her over and he goes just tell me what you like tell her what you just told me he goes oh my son walked down this particular hallway and saw a ghost in this particular bit and they went our daughter did the same thing like 10 years prior same age like when she was little, yeah, she did the exact same thing, in the same spot. Weird, well, that's weird. Small world, yeah, it's so surreal. That's um, really weird. Because I don't really remember it, but it's such a creepy little instance. Yeah, I find that really intriguing. Wow. Um, and what what a spot to see something. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. But I think you do also get stuff where it's like, you you kind of feel someone there definitely know? oh yeah yeah i um remember uh quite going back a few years now probably about 10 years uh my granddad died in 2009 mm, and um and i remember so my granddad died in 2009 so 10 years ago and my nan died i think in about 2014 so five about five years after mm. um so my nan died in uh, our house where my mum and I lived. And uh, I remember coming home one day after school and I, I go in and say, oh, yeah, you're all right, mum. This is like a few weeks, month after my nan died. Mm. And my mum sat there and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm all right. Um, just a quick question, because we had this phone that was like an answer machine, the digital sort of all-in-one yeah. one. And um, she was like, She's awful with technology, bless her. And mm. uh, she was like, uh, with the answer phone, would it go off if we got a new message or would it just take a message? And I was like, well, no, because if someone rings us and it doesn't get through, then it takes a message because yeah. that's the purpose of taking a message. Point, and she was yeah. like, right, okay. Because I was in here and it sort of just added a new message. It didn't ring or anything. And she just checked and it said mm. new message. I was like, right, okay. Um, I don't know, maybe it like, disconnected for a minute yeah, or something i don't know um did you listen to the message you're like, yeah yeah i want you to though i was like okay random mm. uh and so i listened to the message and it starts off with new message from and it usually says the number but in this case it went number withheld or no number something like that <laughs> and it was only about four or five second long message sort of gravelly sort of voice um like, right, 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 we've got her, right, right. And that was it. And we were both just stunned a little bit because I promise you to this day, it sounded exactly like my granddad talking. Because mm. he would talk in a sort of like, rrr, rrr, typical, like, typical old man, old man kind of grumble, yeah. But the only words that you could distinctly get were Jan, my mum's name, nickname, 
and we've got her. They're the words that you could get. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah we've got her. Right, right. Yeah. And it was fucking creepy. Even now it's creepy because it's like, it's my granddad saying to us, it was my granddad saying, we've got, we've got her. We've got yeah. your, we've got your mum. We've got your nan. Yeah. We've got your nan. I've got her. Yeah. It's all good. We've got her. Yeah. But it's just everything. It's like a little, like it didn't ring. The message just popped up. Number withheld. And the kind of thing of like, if that was someone trying to get hold of you, you'd say, oh, call me back. You yeah. wouldn't say, it's the words. It was like, we've got her. Just Jam. every element of it is just bizarre. Every, and we yeah. were just fucking freaking out. We listened to it about 10 times and we were like, that's granddad. That's granddad. Oh, every day. That's so weird. And we were, I don't, I don't know if mum still got it or we recorded it or anything, but it was just the freakiest thing. So that's my only real experience mm, with anything that's like really this. That's really surreal. That's really odd. Yeah. But that's my only experience. And I sort of believe that. I like to think that that was my granddad saying, <coughs> oh yeah, we've got her. And I think that that is closing it up all a little bit. I think that's where the sort of belief of ghosts and uh, these kind of paranormal things come from a little bit. I think it's, it's a sort of closure. closure. Mm. It's nice to think it's that... It's nice to think that a human life has some significance after it ends. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to think that, um, you know, that call was from my granddad saying, mm. oh, we've got her, she's fine. Yeah. It's, Rather it's than... reassuring. Exactly, you know? yeah. It's, it's nice. nice um, it is. Um, no, I agree with you because, like, you do get stuff like that and you do sometimes feel like, even though someone's gone, that they're still kind of there. Right, you yeah. I mean? like, well, it's like you say about the presence yeah. in the room. I remember I was in my, uh, my great nan's house where she moved to like not the big freak haunted one <laughs> this little one in house did i was in there and i was in um i was in her bedroom her old bedroom which because they changed it because she sleeps in what used to be my granddad's bedroom now um but then she moved to this bigger room at the back sleeps in there and i was in there and it was the weirdest thing because my granddad had been he's he died Around the same time as your granddad did. Mm. So around 2009, 2010. Just before I finished primary school. Um, and I just felt this uncanny feeling. Like he was in the room. Right. And I never felt that with him. At yeah. All, or with, with anyone, really. I never felt anything like that. Um, I didn't see anything or anything like that. I didn't feel like a hand on the shoulder. Yeah. But it just felt like I wasn't alone in the room. Yeah. It was deadly silent. There was not a sound to be heard. But it just felt like I wasn't in there on my own. Yeah. But it didn't feel dangerous. It didn't feel dark. It felt like, oh, okay. There was nothing unusual about it. Hmm. But it was, apart, it was unusual, but it didn't but yeah, feel yeah. out of ab- place, abnormal. abnormal. You know? Yeah. Um, Threatening. I think there's, there's certain things... I think that you can dispute seeing him and stuff. I don't think you can dispute what animals sense yes, and what your body sort of sense is. Yeah, because I think stuff like that is kind of primal. Yeah, exactly. There's something there, some sort of unconscious sense picks stuff up. I mean, yeah. with that one, that was weird. That was fairly recent. I've not really told anyone about that because mm. I, I just didn't really... Because it was, it was kind of nice. Yeah, kind yeah. Of reassuring because... With my granddad, it was like up until quite recently, um, I I couldn't remember what he sounded like. Right. I couldn't remember what his voice sounded like, and it, it was something that it, it kind of upset me because mm. with my other granddad, I could remember him quite clearly, but because I was still quite young when he died, 
I didn't have the clearest memory. Like, I remember what he looked like, but I, I think the first thing that fades when someone goes is their voice from your memory. Mm. Um, but recently, I've got a bit of footage of him talking. Oh. It's kind of muffled, and you, you, can, you can't really hear what he's saying properly. But you can hear him a bit. That's enough. And it's, yeah. it's enough to give me... It brings back a lot of those memories a bit clearer. Oh. But I like to think that there is some amount of reality there. I like to think it's true. Um, yeah. Like my nan recently, because where my granddad recently uh, he, he passed away back in the summer, um, she's been saying that the DVD player started turning itself on and off. <laughs> and she's like, I like to think it's it's your granddad playing about messing with me. Aww. Which is kind of nice, but that is the sort of shit he would do. Probably put <laughs> a John Wayne film on or something. <laughs> you have got that one. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. But no, it's 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 a nice way of, I think, of... It is. You can look at it as being kind of creepy. And, oh, it's a demon. Yeah, oh, for sure. Ouija board. Like, you can look at it as being that, or it can be... A comfort a for comfort. some people. Yeah. yeah. I like to think it's more of that. And sometimes I think that can just be attributed to people... Wanting hear to... Hear what they want to hear, but it isn't doing anybody any harm. Very true. You know? I think that that is a good way to <coughs> round it off for this week. Yeah. It's been a... Been a spooky, spooky episode in the men's been episode. a spooky one. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Adam, thank you for joining me. Pleasure. Zach, I hope you've had a good uh, evening. Yeah. <laughs> you little fucker. Not being <laughs> um, ghosting us all. Have a very, very spooky Halloween. Have a good one. And we'll be back next week for a very special episode. Exactly. Which you'll find out more about in the week. Indeed. So, indeed. Make sure to follow us on social media always. Uh, Instagram at Real Men's Room for any updates. And beyond that, have a good week. Have a wonderful Halloween. Exactly.